I'm Preeti Chibber. And I'm Jen Northington. And this is Tarvalin or Bust, a Wheel of Time podcast where we pronounce things however the hell we want to. <laughs> That's true. We are rereading the books, talking about our favorite and not-so-favorite moments, and digging into all things Wheel of Time. And this is our deep dive into Episode 7 of the Wheel of Time show, The Dark Along the Ways, written by Amanda Kate Schumann and Catherine B. McKenna, and directed by Kieran Donnelly. And uh, that thing at the top about the pronunciation is because we (laughs) restarted this episode because we spent 30 seconds (laughs) trying to figure out the best way to mimic how they say it and just <laughs> could not come to a consensus. And so we just went back to the old favorite. Yeah. That's, it's, it's, it's how we're doing it. Uh, okay. So Preeti, before we like get into specifics, I okay. want to say up front, I'm 80, okay. 20 on this episode. 80 liked it. 20. Okay. Good. Thanks. I, I was it. my like stomach. I, I was like, Oh no. <laughs> Cause I absolutely was like, what does she only like 20? <laughs> Because I I liked I was at probably ninety two eight. Okay, all right. In in favor like, of in favor of. in favor of right. I liked the vast majority of this because I thought we'll see how this let's see how yeah, this conversation yeah, yeah, goes. Yeah. So so this is the penultimate episode of the season, mm-hmm. which has been moving very quickly, and I do want to talk about pacing because yeah. I am seeing some interesting things from non like people who have not read the books Hmm. um and so like for me it's okay i i'm okay with how they've paced it so far but i have so much background knowledge yeah i feel like it's a little whiplashy for me even with the background knowledge are people who haven't read it feeling like it's really uneven or too slow or too fast or what like what's fast i think i think people are feeling it's very very fast paced which is fair because it's just like boom 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 and that makes sense and and i don't think i actually don't think it's anyone's fault like i think i think the writers are doing for the most part, like what they can given the constraints they have mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is, is how it feels like they're like, you have eight episodes. <laughs> it's a lot. You have to compress a lot. I do think that they're trying to balance not losing the complexity of the books with yes. compressing Agreed. the plot lines. And inevitably, that's going to mean some things are not going to make as much sense as yes. they could if you had more time to explain them. But if you're not willing to leave them out, then yes, people are going to be confused. Like, that's just what's going to happen. I I don't know that there is that much, though, like... like I think there will be momentary confusion, but sure. I think everything will be explained. I like, would I'm, hope I'm, so. I would hope I th- so. I think so. I, I mean, I still so. don't feel like we have any verdict on who can see what for channeling, for example. Like, I have opinions on that based on this episode. Oh, yes. and this episode. Yes, based on this episode. So, okay. Interesting. Okay, let's do it. Well, let's, okay, let's so go. this was my favorite cold open that we've had Ooh, so, so good. far. I mean, and literally, it's a cold open. Hey, see what they do? <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, you get this running woman all in white with her veil up. She's got, like, blondie-ish hair, clearly, and I yell if you know what you're looking mm-hmm. for and she's on the battlefield she's got her spears she's, she's pregnant. pregnant she's super pregnant and there's snow and blood and she is in, she is actively in labor yeah it is fighting i don't think i've so many people and she's so badass it's awesome right like i don't think i've ever seen a scene like this no like ever never period never 
And it was fascinating. Obviously, like, you're like, well, you know, we don't even know what that could look like. It was freaking cool as hell. I was like, this is amazing. It was. And it's funny to me because I had I realized as I was watching it, I had never really bothered to picture and to try to picture in my head what that moment looked like. Like the birth of the dragon on Dragon Mount, like in the middle of a battlefield. And let me tell you, they like I feel like they nailed it. I agree whole wholeheartedly like I feel like they were really thoughtful about who this warrior would be mm-hmm. and what she would be going through in the midst oh of a God. war as a pregnant warrior and it's it's gruesome oh, and it's it's hard to watch uh, some she, parts yeah yeah like she, it's a really cool fight scene mm-hmm. you know there are moments where it's like her versus two people or one person or, or three whatever. people at one point and it's it it it's broken up with these like labor pained expressions. And like, when I tell you there's a moment where she gets stabbed in the side and the gasp I let out was just like, and I, like, I know (laughs) what happens, but just, it was so good. It was just so good. Like even when she like, kills everybody and she has been stabbed Mm -hmm. and she still wants to give birth and she like crawls to that wall and like gets the thing out Mm -hmm. and then rips her own pants I was like this is so fucking cool she's amazing she's it's like uh, r.i.p dragon's mom like she was she was incredible uh and then so here so okay right so she's like in labor also bleeding it's not good and then a sword comes and is pointed at her throat and it's got a heron on it and there's a dude in the helmet who, like, mm-hmm. this is the part where I'm like, if you don't know the books, do you know, A, when this is happening, B, who the hell that is? Like, we know it's Tam. Does anybody no, else know? Not not during the cold open, yeah. but they contextualize it, like, later. 30 minutes later. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair Which enough. Which is fine. But like, if you're, like, if you're, storytelling. if you don't know, you're just like, I don't know what I just watched, right? Like, if you don't know, you genuinely sure. have no idea what you just watched and when it happened. Yeah, but that's... I'm just saying. That, I'm just saying. I, I know, but yeah. that's just... That's, like, storytelling. That's TV. That's fine. Sure. Because, like, they're not... They don't have to, like... I don't know. That, to me, is, like... you're. It's not like it was, like, a cold open and then never referenced again. No, no. Like, if they had done that and, like, been, like, okay, that was our cold open. It was really sick, but then never told us what it meant. Right. I would be, like, what? No, no. It just... It <laughs> takes a while to come back is all. I'm just saying. Like, that would be confusing to me as a watcher. Like, I would have to be practicing some patience if I didn't know what I was seeing. That's all I'm saying. I'm not like nitpicking. I'm just saying, I'm like, you feel, I'm not trying to like cast aspersions. I just, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just surprised because I, I don't think that even not knowing what was happening, it was such an exciting sequence. Sure. I would assume that there was a reason for it and that we would be like figuring it out. Right. Yeah. I wonder if my experience with the foundation show, which for the record, I had to stop watching because I found it so confusing is coloring my watching of this a little bit too, because I was just left feeling like I had absolutely no clue what was going on. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Have you watched that show? no, oh, I thought you were talking about this. No, 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 like, no, no, no. The foundation is what I'm saying. I'm no, saying, I'm and not. like, I'm not. And that like really brought home to me like how at sea you can feel when you like don't have any context for something, and how I like I just gave up on that show because I was like, I don't feel like they're ever going to explain to the point where 
I'm just going to stop watching. And I would hate mm-hmm. for somebody to do that here. Yeah, I don't I don't but, think that but this But I think as long something... as it's explained within the same episode, like we're in good or shape. Or even within even within two episodes. Even, you know, I I think about other shows and like this is obviously this is not, you know, yeah. something like Lost right. or something like Oh my like, god, yeah. I know. But like this idea of dropping pieces of the story and like literally like what they are doing is weaving them together. Right. Right. I think we allow for it in they're doing what they can, like we said, within the constraints that they're given. And I think it was a smart, exciting way to pull. So, because even if you don't know, like say you, and, and if you are listening and you haven't read the books, like, and, and on Desi Geek Girls, I'm talking to Swapna Mm -hmm. Krishna about the, about this, like, uh, I think we're going to record, in a couple days okay and i'm very curious yeah. to see what her thoughts yeah. are because she hasn't read the books right but it, but it's a very very like just from a perspective of a like just storytelling perspective it is a high interest exciting introduction to a to a show mm. we know we've seen that sword before mm. Mm. right well like they, yeah they've been really subtle about they've been the subtle sword. with it yeah. but they have seen it right, right. it's not that it's, it's like true. Everything is new. We've, yeah, yeah. we've seen hints of this like outfit before. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they're small hints, but they are there. Yeah. And and so I think it actually is really effective, especially given how the rest of the episode goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um as a way to introduce the idea of the aisle. Like I mm-hmm. love that we got to see the fight, right? Yeah. We never see we never see that scene. No. So early on in the books, like we don't we don't mm-hmm. have access to it. And so I love that they're giving her the spotlight. I just looked at the list of actors, too, because I wanted to know the actress's name, but she's not listed on IMDb Ooh. yet. I know. <laughs> I was like, oh, I want to know who she is. Yeah, she was great. Um, but I I think I think it worked. I think it was very effective, but I, I agree with you. I will be curious to see how non-readers yeah. felt about it. Yeah. Um, all right, so but that was that was a very like, a, and it ends like right there yeah, where you yes. don't know right. what this soldier is going to do to mm-hmm. this this woman after she's fought off three people, like four or five soldier, even maybe it's a lot. It was yeah, a maybe lot. like four. Yeah, it was a lot of people. Um, the soldier comes up and like puts his sword out just as mm-hmm. she's decided she can finally yeah. give birth to the baby, Oof. and then it it cuts to the the um, introduction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we open with them at the moment that the Waygate is starting to close. They're yelling for Matt. Oh, I'm so sad. Oh, I know the torches are oh. lit and like they're like fighting about like we have to open it. We have to go back. And so Rand says, I want to mention this a little bit because I was a little frustrated with Rand. <laughs> Surprising nobody. <What? laughs> he gets mad because they're like, Matt, Matt, everyone's screaming for Matt. And they're like, we have to open the door. And Moiraine says he made his choice. Mm-hmm. And Rand is like, did he make his choice or did you make it for him? And I was like, what? Yeah. Like, he's the one who didn't walk through the gate. Like, I don't know what you want here, buddy. Like, he actively yeah. did not move his body through the portal along and with also, the rest like, of you. <laughs> why would Moiraine make that choice for him? Yeah, like, I don't. Like, what, well, what do you know about Moiraine, I guess, is the question? I guess, you know, because the she and he had that, like, there's there's, a, th- there's yeah. a conversation that follows here, which is all, which I actually thought was, like, 
kind of out of like, oh, the darkness and Matt. I'm like, he's not that yeah. dark. Like, I was irritated I was about just, that like, too. He's just not. And and Moiraine's like making it all out to be like he would choose wrong. And you're like, okay, calm down. Like, and I'm like, how would you know that? He stole that necklace one time. Like, calm the fuck down. <laughs> like, and it was like she was like the dagger called to him. Yes. And you're like, all right, well, it could have called that. Like, do we know that it was specifically him? Like, come on now. Anyway, right? Yeah, it was a little overblown. <laughs> Matt's darkness. So I don't know. I. I wonder again again i suspect mm-hmm. that this is where we don't see barney harris again ever and i that i wonder if they updated this dialogue to account for that maybe i was I uh, that's a good that's a good point i was also thinking that it's sort of like it's it's twofold like she says that this inherent darkness which i didn't like at yeah, all no. but it's it does feel like shorthand for like why him, like why mm. he's not there. There's just like, mm. like you said, like it's an easy way yeah. to like get him out of the way. Mm-hmm. I also wonder if it's them setting up to do the cleansing, like a real cleansing from the dagger and huh. get that, those like moments with um, like the old tongue, and- the old tongue and stuff like that. And maybe I, I don't think we're going to see Barney Harris this season. No, so probably no. in season two. Yeah. Um, so it might be setting it up for that. Cause I also feel like the moment later in the episode where she sends the message to the red Aja oh my about God. him, Ugh. I feel like that's gotta be, forgive me, like a red herring. I would hope so. Well, okay. Right. We're getting ahead of ourselves. So Sorry. It's we, okay. are, we are. But yeah. Are. So, so Rand is being like sort of petulant and also yelling well, about it but understand he they're is. all he's there, he's worried about matt and like and he has been most consistent yes. i think in his connection to matt yes like absolutely. he has been he is and, and we'll see it again later in the episode but he has been the one who is like you're like oh you guys are bros yeah 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 um so but then loyal loyal excuse me is very loyal. real talking he's like yeah you can't you can't reopen that gate like that's not yeah. a thing you, you can can't do. channel also let me tell you about mashin shin which is but not but not i'll just like drop that there's this thing and there's so. this horrifying thing that i'm not going to tell you about but i did love like <laughs> i love uh loyal here when he's like we ogier are not known for our dot 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 speed <laughs> he's so great yeah it's i i do want to shout out Hamid yes. because i don't think we'll see him again oh, honestly for the really? rest of the season which bums i don't i i hope so but i don't i don't know maybe we will i but feel he's like such, if you have the green delight. man you need loyal in oh, the final that's episode true. but that's we don't know true. if we will have the green man so question mark also very very true we haven't we genuinely don't know i will say if you have not listened to the interview with both rosamund and listen it's so good pause this go listen to them because they're both amazing that is seriously i think my favorite actor interviews (laughs) i've heard in a long time they're both delightful they're so (laughs) delightful and rosamund pike in particular is ridiculously awesome so she that. she really is and and she she knows <laughs> i think that <laughs> so yeah so okay so everybody's fighting Egwene and perrin are like we can't do anything he left us like we have to go on Nynaeve and rand are like super unhappy but they don't really have a choice and then we and get and is like we'll go back for him yeah, like yes. we'll we'll do it yeah and then that's when Moiraine starts talking about like the dagger and the dark to land to land to, spe- yes. to land specifically yeah yeah and I have this note where she, about the line where she says um, if I let him he'd choose darkness and I was like I object like I object. <laughs> 
I agree. I Slander. This is character Slander. assassination. Like Matt, even that Matt would not choose the dark. No, one. I agree. That Matt would not. No, he would not. He wouldn't. I, I agree. So. There's nothing that they've shown us about him that tells me he would. No. It almost feels like like we know that Moiraine is possibly feeling a little out of her depth, mm-hmm. right? We know that. Between that conversation between her and Suan, where they were kind of like, we don't actually know anything. It could be anyone. It could mm. be like it could be multiple people. Like it almost feels like she's convincing herself, right? That it's fine he that doesn't... he's behind. That's exactly. a good point. You make a good point. You make a good point. Silly, I don't know. Yeah. And then we get a little bit of loyal yeah. talking about trees. <laughs> I just I just love him so much. I love the part where he like starts enumerating all the horrible ways you could die and Rand is like, that's it. Thanks. We get it. Thanks. Please no, stop. Rand says, Rand smi- Rand like gives him like an awkward smile and he goes, It's all right, Loyal. We understand. <laughs> and I was like, that's when I those are moments that I love Rand yeah, so much. He's so good. I'm like, oh buddy. Ugh. And then, okay, you have to help me out here because I watched this sure. moment three times and I could not understand the dialogue and my screeners did not have captions. Lan leaves Moiraine and goes to Nynaeve and is like, I lost three silvers to Moiraine. And then he says something okay. about scouting very versus confusing. pouting and I could not because hear it. I don't understand. Like, I was like. Lan, why would you bet that Nynaeve would pout more than she right? would scowl? Because right. it is the reverse. Like, in every sense of the oh, world. Oh, he said scowling, not scout. Yeah, he said, I, have, I heard scowl. scout. I was he like, what bet is that she would, she, He bet that she would be pouting, and Moiraine bet that she would be scowling. <laughs> this is so weird. Is what Can I, I understood. Say, this is the weirdest little... Like, I get that they're trying to, like, introduce this, like, playful element, but it was so random. It was... I wouldn't have hated it if he wasn't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're just... What? <laughs> what? <sighs> so, yeah, that's that's what... But then he, like, kind of comforts her about yes. Matt, which I appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Daniel Honey, I mean, Oh, come my on. goodness. Oh, my Please. goodness. Please. Stop. The <laughs> two of them. It's too much. And then we get the first moment of Perrin's increased eyesight. He spots yep. something ahead in like the misty gloom and it's the guide stone and it's all slashed up and everybody is very freaked out. It was, I thought it was like a really great way to do that. I do wish they had let his eyes like glow gold a oh, little that or something, nice. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, just to like drive it home. Mm-hmm. But it's still, it's still, I thought it was a smart way to like be like, oh, Perrin is also changing because Perrin yes. is, I think. Again, unfortunately, the Ugh. weakest point of this episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like the the building of the suspense here with that gu- that busted guidestone. Like, even just loyal being like, "How very strange! No Ogier would deface a guiding." Mm-hmm. You're just like, "Ooh!" And then Land being like, "There's something following us." Oh my god! So can we just talk about how this is like straight up Minds of Moria situation? Like they're like, don't know which way they have to sit and like stop. Well, yeah, Somebody is like, following right. them. I was like, okay. <laughs> But it's not the Balrog. No. No, but like. It's not the And there's even a little tiny like narrow bridge they have to cross. Like this this shit was straight up Minds of Moria. I liked it. I don't mind it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But it's, you know, it's. What is what is the wheel of time? Yeah. If not Lord of the Rings persisting. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I don't mean that. You're not 100% wrong. Um, so, but yeah, I so actually, there is this great moment where Lan is like, we're being followed, and then you get this like mm-hmm. flash of, you know, something. 
Yeah, and there's there's this moment where they're kind of like, okay, like we're gonna figure out what to do. Loyal's gonna need some time to figure mm-hmm. out which way we need to go. Like, let's rest here. And I loved this long shot of their fire like because this is what the ways looks like to me like is this like tiny glow where their lights are and then encompassing darkness which with some like creepiness like Mm. I really really liked it yeah I I think they did a great job visualizing the ways for us I yeah because we were both nervous about it yeah yeah at the the end of the last episode Mm -hmm. but I think it really really came through i still don't like that you have to channel them open and closed i still deeply object to that for the record there has to be a reason that they made that change we'll see i can't imagine (sighs) maybe it was just because they didn't want to take the short because they they do have such a limited amount of time to explain like all the pieces that they would need to explain for what works and what doesn't and how they can close it and all of that. I don't know. It's like, here's a leaf in a carving. You move it, it opens. Like, how long does it take Loyal to say that? I I disagree. I think that would have taken another scene Hmm. in what feels like they were like, okay, we have to cut. Because I know, like, when you're shooting television or when you're shooting whatever, it's like you have very tight times, right? No, you have to cut. You have to cut, like, four pages. And you're like, what? (laughs) I have to do what? (laughs) So I, I maybe that's it, or maybe there's a plot reason yeah. why there just I has hope to a be a reason. reason. I hope they make a plot reason for it because I didn't love that. I did. I I was torn about this. So they're resting on this, you know, mm-hmm. location while Loyal tries to figure out which way they go next, and it's like the reuniting of Rand and Egwene. Like right. they're sitting next to each other, and then he's like, "Come here," and they get all snuggly. Yep, and. I was like, hmm, interesting. And that I'm I will not say I can I continue to have feelings about that choice, let's say, as the episode moves along. I have I have thoughts on it, okay. I will say, is what I have. Do we want to wait till we get to that? Let's wait till yeah. we get to okay. the like the big, big moment. Goodbye scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the big moment between them. Right. Um because here I think the important thing is they have this little song because also they have been um, separated yes. from one another yes. for however long. No, it, I this moment I was fine with. I was like, this is yeah. a nice moment. This feels this fine. is a nice moment. Yeah. Um, there's a cut to like Perrin who is by himself, and I assumed it was because he was brooding. Mm-hmm. Then there is uh, Nynaeve who kind of has an eye on. I I love I love Zoe Robbins so much in yeah. this role. Like she's so good in every scene of being clear on who Nynaeve is. She. In the same way that I think Barney Harris encompasses Matt mm-hmm. really well, I think she encompasses every facet of Nynaeve very, very well. 100%. 100%. Right? So, yeah. So so everybody's sort of, like, sleeping. And then there's this – and Lan is on watch. And then there's this whistling. And Egwene mm-hmm. wakes up. And she's like, Bran, do you hear that? And all of a sudden, there's a trolloc. Oh, it's so scary, It though. is so scary. It's terrifying. And then – like it like gets pushed back by Egwene like channels and the trollic gets pushed back and like falls over the edge. But then mm-hmm. they're like all freaking out that there are trollics in the ways because there shouldn't be and blah, blah, blah. And so now they have to And Egwene is like, I'm so sorry. Yes. I didn't mean right, to. Right, because the fact that they cha- she channeled means that now Mush and Shin is coming for them. 
So this is where they're like, we have to go to Faldera instead. We'll never make it to the other one. And then we see that flash of this mysterious figure, right? Yep. Um, right. I Okay. I couldn't tell. I rewound it again like three yeah. times. Yeah. And tried because it's for literally like, I feel like it's 0.1 oh, second. Oh, yeah. It's so, it's, you, it is not, it is, there's no way to know who that is in that moment. I tried to pause. Yeah. I kept trying to pause so I could get the screen and I just couldn't yeah. do it. And then, and then you see the wind coming. And this was Which an is so interesting. Cool. This was interesting to me because as it's coming, Moiraine is like, it's going to say things to you. Don't yeah. listen to it. And Don't I was like, oh, it. like, you know, in the books, it's like, Ugh, it says like gross things about like braiding your flesh and like eating your bones yeah. or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. No, that's not what this machine should It's does. worse. <laughs> it is worse. <laughs> It, like, preys on their deepest fears and insecurities Ooh. and tells them the worst possible thing that they could believe about themselves. Yeah, and I really, I also want to point out how cool the visualization is. Yeah, the visualization is, I do love right. this effect that they used. Because it's, like, it looks like all these, like, teeny tiny, like, shards yeah. of something. And it's, because in the books, when you think about Machin Shin and you think about the the black fog or whatever mm. at, at Faldara, they're not in terms of what they look like described all that differently. And I was very one, like Do you curious mean the how they're Shadar Logoth. Yeah. What okay. did I you say? Said Faldera. That's fine. I meant, sorry. Yeah. yeah. I meant Shadar Logoth, you know, yes. The other place, <laughs> the other place that has D's um, and A's in it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you're but right. They, I, you're right. I was curious about how they would, how they would uh, update or change or like, make them look distinct mm-hmm. and i i love it i love it so much yeah 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 we also i forgot to say we mentioned um there's a lot of exposition in this moment just before mm-hmm. match and shin shows up this is also where they're like oh this is how the trollocs got to two rivers right right it's true there there is a tidy bit of exposition uh then we like so we hear little snippets of what the wind mm-hmm. is saying to them including here's a thanks i hate it moment that like Perrin, it tells Perrin that he wanted Layla to die because he yeah. loved someone else. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I didn't like I that. I hate this. I hate it so much. I actually couldn't understand what they, I heard the, you wanted her to die. Mm. And then the second part, I was just like, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't bother trying to No, rewind. it was bad. And like some, I, the other ones were better. It was like, you know, it tells Nynaeve she can't protect them. It tells Egwene mm-hmm. like... Oh, I can't remember now. I didn't write it down. But anyway, most of them are pretty like they but make Moiraine's, sense. Yeah, Moiraine's in particular, I think, is important because it says you will kill them and call it heroism. Ooh, yeah, right, right. Which I thought was very good. Yeah. Like in terms of, you know, something we talk a lot about who Moiraine is in the show versus who she is in the books because we get mm-hmm. so little of her perspective in the books. And I did ask Rosamond about that and she was like, well, they're different. They're different people. And I think this is a crystallizing moment for that in terms of we're really seeing how shaken she ends up being. And I think there's a direct line between this and another question I had later in the Mm. episode about what, about her choices Mm -hmm. that just occurred to me. Mm, mm, mm. Juicy, juicy. Uh, But yeah, so then there's this amazing moment where Nynaeve starts walking towards the wind, which everybody is like, no, don't do it. But then she channels another giant light ball and protects everyone. She looks so amazing. She looks so pissed off. She's so angry. She is is not walking. Like, she is stalking towards the wind. (laughs) 
like her like hands are fisters and her shoulders are like tight up around her neck and she's just like so furious and mm. it's awesome mm. yeah it's real good and it's it is so like it does feel very book naive. Like this is like, yes. like this is when her moment, like when she is protecting other people and is angry about yes. having to be like perceived weakness. That's when <sighs> she lets loose, and you're like, oh, Imagine it's right Shin there. It's right had there. No idea. <laughs> right. You don't know who you're fucking with, wind. <laughs> so. <laughs> So she like channels this light ball that then lets Moiraine channel the gate open. Yep. And everybody like piles through. They're in the blight in the borderlands. Well, Lan, I want to say Lan grabs Nynaeve. Oh, yes, that's true. He has to go back to grab her to get her through. And yep. and everybody is now super fucked up by yep. what the wind said to them. Yep. And so Moiraine has to turn around and kind of be like, it's okay. Like, do not listen to what it said to you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you're like, how do you not? I mean, how do you we not? all have been in that moment where, like, something like that voice, whether it's from somebody else or inside of you, tells you the thing that you are most afraid is true. Like, it's mm -hmm. really hard to not listen to that voice. So, yeah, that was that was intense. That was really intense. I w so, so then we get this scene of them heading into... Faldera and I was a little confused there's this moment where Loyal asks Lan how long since he's been here and it feels like it comes out of nowhere to me because you thought so yeah I was like what like why would first of all does that mean Lan's been here before and why would Loyal know that and like what is the what is the impetus for this question like it was I was just like oh. wait Loyal asked that did I, I might yeah. have just missed this Loyal, Loyal asked him that yeah it was very random that is weird it was so weird. I feel like they were like somebody has to ask but I, yeah they, I guess if anyone's gonna know Loyal's gonna know but why would but he know still, that it was just very maybe from like his well land does look like he's from Valdara well it's it, true they did yeah I mean in the same way, I guess that works because, yeah, like, in I the same know. way that Loyal like immediately asked Rand about the aisle, and Rand's like, "What?" I guess that's true. <laughs> Just based on what he looks like, yeah. Lan has the same outfit, the same hairstyle. Right. Like, sure, okay, right. all right. So Loyal's just making assumptions <laughs> left and right well, about the people. <laughs> all right, you've explained it to me satisfactorily. I, I will allow it. Um, so yeah, and we get we get Aglomar and we get uh, Uno and Masima theoretically and like, you know, yeah, there are no names involved. But like and but they're like, all calling him Daishan and like saying welcome oh, home. So yeah, it's and really, it looks really cool. It does like, look cool. I love man, I feel like Faldara maybe has some of my favorite costuming. Ooh. And I love the costume, but that like bird bolero that Aglomar has on, <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's so awesome looking yeah and <laughs> Amelisa's outfit too actually I really yeah loved. her dress is very mm -hmm. cool mm -hmm. and because it will get a long shot of her in a minute and she has flats on with it yeah which I love yeah um but so they get to the halls and all these guards are like greeting uh Lan with Daishan etc mm -hmm. and they come in to the hall with Agomar, who at first is like kind of a dick. Yeah, he was. I was like, oh, this is not book Agomar. This is a different no, dude. No, but but I liked that he was presumptuous at the top, which I think speaks to his relationship with the tower, mm -hmm. and so it gave us insight maybe into how 
the Borderlands and the Tower <laughs> interact. Yeah. But the minute Moiraine gave him the like useful information, yeah. he like turned around. He used it. He wasn't mm-hmm. like, you're an idiot, blah, blah, blah. He was right. just like, okay, let's, yeah, go do that. Right. And I'm sorry. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So he, and he says this thing about how like, oh, I know why you're here. My sister wrote to the tower. She thinks like yeah. things are out of control, but everything's fine. And Moiraine is like, uh, you need to wallop a wakegate. Like, that's like, why I'm here. I don't care about your policy I don't care about your policy things. But he's like, Faldara always has and always mm-hmm. will be able to protect its own. So it was a great way to show like the commitment to honor and yes. the commitment to that Faldara has. Yeah. Like they did it, they did a lot in a tight scene. Mm-hmm. Um but And I will say also the visuals that we get here of like the big zoomed out ones of the gap and the blight and like the desert. Very cool. Oh man, it's so cool. Again, like I guess I just hadn't spent much time picturing it in detail. And so it was amazing to see it brought to life. Yeah, I agree. I feel like I I didn't really think about what the blight looks like. They give us such, I feel like we have such uh, not contradictory descriptions, Mm. but descriptions that don't necessarily like fit together sure. in my head well and i and so i'm gonna confess right here i often skim the descriptions because robert <laughs> jordan never uses one word when he can use 10 and after a little while i'm like all right i'm moving on i'm done we're moving on to the next paragraph so, so it's true listen <laughs> Year like a little over a year into this <laughs> podcast and we learned the truth <laughs> skim the whole books just the, no, I know. the big just chunks funny. of description i'm i'm gonna skim that shit i ain't got all day i love it i love it um, um. <laughs> okay oh right okay but then well there's this big oh shit moment after oh my god that, yeah pat and fane comes walking what? out the fucking gate and like can we talk about the way he's moving he because is I like am obsessed with it <laughs> he is it's like a jaunt yes it's bananas like, i i like we only it's only i think twice right that we see him yeah yeah and i was just like this is you, the way you're moving yeah. is so freaking awesome and it's johan myers yes who we have not seen since the first episode mm-hmm. and we don't see his face it's it's from the back yeah uh and it's just so good it's so i was good. like oh my god yeah it's i was i was losing my shit uh and then we go back to inside of the fort and Amelisa and Moiraine are having this conversation and mm-hmm. we find out that Amelisa can channel. She's not like a full sister. I couldn't tell if the ring was like novice or accepted or whatever, but Well, there was no stone in it. Yeah. And I thought that was right. Like so we right. just it's a ring, right. I guess. Yeah, it's some kind of like low level. I trained with the Aes Sedai, but I didn't make it to the full thing. Um but then she mentions Min, which I was like, what? Yeah, finally. Finally, finally. I've been waiting all season. I know. I know. I was. I genuinely didn't think we were going to get her this season, to be perfectly honest. I was Same. like, we're I not going to get her till season up. two. But, but we knew she was cast. Yeah. We knew it was at some point. Yep. And so Kay Alexander, who is playing Min, is finally yes. at hand. Yes. But then, then we get the moment where Moiraine says to Amelisa, like, well, if you're writing to the tower, I need you to write to them uh, about Matt. They need to find oh. him. And she was like, well, who do you want me to write to? And she says, the red Aja. And you're like, what? I will say, like, that That was a moment. It was a good It was a good moment in terms of, like, 
TV because I was like, <gasps> yeah, yes, it is a big gasp <laughs> moment. It's true. It was a big gasp moment, but also I really I hope. Know. I just what is the what is the end goal there? Yeah, like he can't we he can't channel. I, yeah, and so right, so it's like okay, so but I mean Moiraine doesn't know that for sure. No, she doesn't. So I guess she's like hedging her bets. Like she's like convinced that yeah. like he's dark and is going to make bad choices. And if it's him, he needs to not go anywhere near yeah. the whatever the battle. So like I guess this is the the appropriate quote unquote next step. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm a little confused about this setup with Matt. I genuinely have no idea how they're going to come back from this moment. Like how they're going to repair like or what they're going to do with his storyline because there's no way it can happen now at this point there's definitely no way it can happen the way it does in the books so yeah i have i genuinely have no idea which i'm excited about yeah it's nice to have i mean i guess i i i don't know that i'm excited i'm like wondering is where i mean at. i should say i'm i'm excited in terms of like i like that i don't know okay even having read the books, yeah. like I like that this show has been able to maintain a level of mystery. Mm, mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I think I was saying this to my brother was texting me. We all read the books as kids. So, of course, I'm talking about this with my brother. Um, and he was texting me about it yesterday. And we were talking about how Matt's storyline is the one that seems to have been changed the most, honestly, at this point. Yeah. And and that's like, you know, it could be interesting. And if they make interesting choices with it, I'm on board. If they don't, you'll hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So then. Okay. So that's the end of that scene. It's very gaspy. Mm -hmm. And then we switch to this like it's like a market, I guess. Yeah, they're walking through. I mean, I think they're taking a lot of what happens in Barillon and putting it in Faldara. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so they're walking along. It's all of them. Moiraine is kind of in the lead, and then everybody's trailing after her. And Perrin is like, I think I just saw Padden Fane. And Nynaeve is like, no way, he's no, dead. he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> You're like, mm, and, honey, he's not. And you, <laughs> we also have this brief moment where Egwene is trying to tell Rand, like, don't think about what you heard. Oh, yeah, like, everything's right. fine. Because um, he is clearly very shaken. Yes, yes. And the thing that he heard that we hear we heard him here, I guess is more appropriate to say, is that she like she's gonna leave you again. She already left you once, yeah. she's gonna leave you again. And so he's like, Yeah, that's the thing that he's, you know, wrestling with. So or as far as we know right now, anyway. Yes. Uh oh right. So they go to this inn and like as they walk in, everybody gets really quiet. And I was like, Oh, okay, so like I said I are a th a thing here that makes you go quiet good to know i guess i guess sure um and then it's min it's min she's serving drinks she's a bartender i love everything about it i love how she looks i yes. love her hair i love her clothes i love her I tattoos love, i love her tattoos i love how she presents like i love her mannerisms mm -hmm. and the way she speaks i loved everything about it 100 percent agree this is like one of my favorite parts of this episode is min oh, oh so good and then we have this brief this did make me laugh a <laughs> little bit where parents like trying to explain the way of the leaf to rand and rand cannot wrap his head around being a vegetarian yeah, he's like they don't eat fish like not even fish because <laughs> parents like yeah they don't believe in this it would, the world would be better and rand is like not even fish huh <laughs> 
<laughs> I thought it was cute. It's, it's really like cute. one of those moments, right, yeah. that we liked in the earlier episodes yeah. where you really get to see them as humans. Yes, and as like fish out of water, like they're yeah. like they're little they're little village kids in a totally new circumstance, and like mm-hmm. they finally have a chance to sit down and have a drink. So like this is what's gonna happen. It's great. It's great. It was very good. And then Moiraine is over at the bar, like threatening Min. She's like, "Boy, it would be a shame if people found out about you." And you're like, know, right? "Whoa, bitch!" Like, well, that's off. that's that's pretty par for the course. Yeah, I feel like because so. she's like, "I got a job to do. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna do it." This cracked me up though because she's asking, yeah, she's asking <laughs> Min what she sees, and. And Min is like, well, the big one. And Moiraine is like, they're both big. And she's like, well, no, the- she goes, the big one, the big broody one. And yeah. Moiraine goes, they're both big and they both yeah, brood. So good. <laughs> Cracked me up. <laughs> oh, I loved it. Like, dang. <laughs> so good. So, yeah, so she says that she sees Perrin with yellow eyes and a bloody chin. And the visual is so cool here because she's looking at them. Her forehead is like slightly, just the tiniest glow Mm. to it. Oh, I didn't notice that. It's so, it's so subtle. Mm. And then uh, Perrin, the way the vision works on Perrin is he's, his head is kind of facing Rand, but then there's an overlay of a shot of him looking to the right, Mm. sort of, and you see the yellow eyes and the bloody chin, Mm. but it's on top of what he's doing now. It's very creepy and cool. Yeah. 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 And then she sees Rand with a baby. Yeah, what? what? Do yeah, you think? Right. Was, no, I was like, what? A was this baby? like, because the only thing I could think of is when Egwene has her test. Oh. That I was thought, literally the only thing I could think of. I thought it was like past and present Rand because we saw his huh. birth scene in the opening. Right? No, that's true. And then like, we're going to get more flashes of that later. So like, I was like, oh, is it? Is it baby Rand and Rand Rand? Like, I don't know. Or is it Min based on the story she tells later? Mm. It's Min connecting the two. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Right? Because I didn't think of that either yeah. until just now. Yeah. Yeah. And then around Egwene and Nynaeve, she sees a white flame and a ring of gold, which we know what that means. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she sees the links between all of them, and you get this cool, like, sparks of light and shadows. Yeah. And, and Moiraine is like, you know, which one's the most important? Which one's the strongest? She's like, all of them. It's not, I can't tell. She's like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So. And then she looks at Ooh. Moiraine. Yeah. <sighs> this was rough. Oh, it really was. Yeah. She says, because uh, Moi- at first she doesn't want to tell Moiraine, but Moiraine kind mm-hmm. of demands. And so she says that the Amerlin seat will be Moiraine's downfall. Yeah. She says, I see the Amerlin seat and she's wearing full regalia and she is going to be your downfall. Do we think, she she says the Amerlin seat here and do we think this is going to be post oh. Suen being deposed? Because I feel like it must. Spoilers. Um... I like I don't know. I thought it was Suan. I think I my my instinct was also Suan, but now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like that that is them um like deliberately misleading us. Yeah. yeah I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be Aleda or Leander, however they end up doing yeah, it, whoever yeah, yeah. ends up becoming the Amerlin um after the the, the thing Suan is, the thing, is yeah. taken, yeah. Huh, huh, that's interesting, Creepy. That's interesting. Because we haven't gotten to certain things in the book. Like, we just got to that in the books, and I don't, 
Like, I I have a recollection of something that happens after, but I don't remember how it gets oh, there. Oh, I remember a bunch of stuff. I don't. <laughs> but I will say, I am curious. I mean, they are accelerating so many things. I know. It could, they could, it could happen in like, yeah, beginning of season two, even though it took us I know, four I'm books little, to get there. I'm like a little nervous about it. We got to get on our reading. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if they're going to go this fast, I don't know that we're going to be able to keep up. Oh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. We we did four books in a year. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, so I guess in another in year, year, we'll have season two. Yeah. But it, but they did include stuff from one, two, and three in this one. So theoretically, the next one could be like two, three, four, five, six. Like we, it could oh, be God. anything. We don't know. Oh, God. We don't okay. know. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Moving along. Moving along. So we get a scene change. They're back in the fort. And the Two Ugh. Rivers folks are eating. And yeah, this is like uh, this is like a big chunk of the 20. Not entirely, but a big chunk of the 20% that I hate. This is like the full 8%. Yeah, for you. For me. Fair after enough. After this initial moment, because I, I really liked like yes. Moiraine coming in. Because at first I was like, why is she? So Moiraine comes in and kind of just spills yes, the beans. Yes, she tells them everything. She just tells them everything. And I really did like this moment where like, Nynaeve is like, stop lying to us. And Moiraine just snaps. You forget, girl, that I cannot lie. And I was like, ooh, yes, that's good delivery. Yeah, she tells them She tells them about Min and the visions. She tells them that the, that she's taking all of them and the ones who aren't the dragon are going to die. Like, she just yeah. straight up tells them which, everything, which I was like, I don't know about this. I, I, the more I think about it, I think it's the combination of that line she heard in the ways mm. like you will kill them all and call it heroism mm. i think the moiraine in this show is not quite as unshakable as the moiraine we've come to know in the books mm. i think she questions she knows her commitment is strong but she worries about what the right choice is yeah we have seen right? that certainly i do so you're saying that she's like this is her like she's not actually asking them anything and she's saying she's going to take them regardless but like do you think she, this is her trying to give them a choice i think it's a combination of that and what lan says to her later which is you've oh, given yeah. them the semblance of a choice yeah yeah so i think it's both i think it's manipulation but i think it's manipulation born out of some anxiety yeah yeah well and it predictably produces a big freak out uh yep. so Perrin is like well what if it's Matt like Matt's not here and you're gonna take us all and we're all gonna die um and and Maureen says something like don't like doubt is a crutch mm, or something like that right I don't it's it's something like yeah. that. It's some line that's like that to Perrin specifically because right. Perrin is like freaking yeah, he out. He is freaking out. And Nynaeve tells Moiraine basically like, get out of here. We're going to make our own choice. Like you've made your choice, yes. but now we're going to make ours. Um, and as always, Egwene is like, it doesn't matter. Like we have to go. If there's even a chance, we have to go. But that's Egwene, right? Yeah, I, I, I actually, love that. Yeah. Right? It's so good what they've done with her character mm -hmm. is she's been so consistent. Yeah. And it, it's distilled when she says, because even if they're like, it, it's not because I believe in her. It's not because of that. It's because even if there is a chance she's right, yeah. it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's Egwene. Yes. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. And Nynaeve is questioning the prophecy and Rand is saying that Moiraine can be misleading. Um, and then we get this moment where Egwene kind of calls Nynaeve out. She's like, if you didn't yeah. hate her so much you would already be decided. Like, you would do it's this a in a It's a big pride and prejudice moment, yeah. honestly. <laughs> Wait, what part of pride and prejudice? 
prejudice is this? Don't let your pride stop you from what from doing what you think is right. Is there a, like I don't even remember that, but I believe you. Egwene, There's a lot of pride. That's what. No, Egwene I remember says it in here, but I just I don't remember it. that moment in Pride and Prejudice. Oh that's no, all. I mean it's in Pride and Prejudice. That's the whole crux of it. Is like sure. don't let your pride be your fall. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my brain is like now trying to like map. Bennett's and like two rivers people and it's oh, like no. you've broken my brain I'm so sorry <laughs> oh lord right so okay so then Rand is like I can't lose anyone else in this room and Perrin Which is fair yeah and Perrin's still like but no really what if it's Matt and then we get oh I hate this so much this is uh, my my note is the less said about this the better oh my god yeah so Rand and Egwene start fighting about like Rand is like you never gave Matt a chance it doesn't make any no, sense it's like I don't so stupid it feels like it feels like we have to do a lot of work as the audience in this scene yeah well, like, right. I just think they're manufacturing drama is what they're yes. doing here. Like, because they don't know what to do. Well, exactly. And it's so they could have done so much. I just like call me. I will tell you what you can do with Baron. <laughs> like, this is ridiculous because they basically provoke Egwene and Rand into a fight so that Perrin can be like, don't talk to her like that. She deserves an apology. And then Nynaeve can be like, stop fighting over Egwene. And then we get this whole moment where it's heavily implied that like. It, Perrin is in love with Egwene. Which, like, what? <laughs> right. And, and, like, listen, we have not... We've seen them be off There's together. Nothing, yeah. And there was no... There was None. nothing. None. Nothing. This, it almost feels like they had to... This is, like, another scene that had to be changed. Oh, maybe. Doesn't it? Maybe. Like, and we're... Like, I have no idea. No. Like, it just... It's so out of place. Yeah. And it's so strange because there really is no, no. lead up to it. No. And if, it's like and out of nowhere, Rand's like, oh, you proposed to Layla on the day that Egwene and like, I got what? together. You're like, what? What? It was so weird. It's so, I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it so much. I want to go back and look and watch how closely the dialogue fits what they're saying. <laughs> Do you think they like dubbed it? It's like, Did you dub this? Like, I don't know. Uh. Oh, my conspiracy theory brain is just going. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid y'all it just, like it's, especially because like okay so you like because we've been talking about how like how much we hope that they do something that justifies the whole Layla subplot and this ain't it like this is a hundred percent not a justification I don't think this is that. it right I, like, well I don't, I don't think know this is it at all this, this is what it feels like is it and I hate it it doesn't it doesn't though because it feels it feels disconnected from literally everything <laughs> it's so like stupid. there's literally I cannot draw a line from any no, other scene no. to this scene. No, I know. The only part you can get to is Rand saying, I guess you're the expert on leaving. That's literally yes. it. Yes, yes. That's the only thing that has any basis. Everything else, Ugh. it feels like it just spontaneously existed <laughs> here. It's so strange. I'm not even like, like it's not even stupid. It's It doesn't, it genuinely baffles me. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I hate it. I'm like, so I confused hate it. by it. I hate it. it. Uh, uh, so, so, so let's then, move on. <laughs> let's move on. Nynaeve sort of like is the reason she says something like, "Oh, you guys always fight over right, her," right. And like which we've never seen nope, happen. Never, never. <laughs> the entire time we've been with mm -hmm. them, but whatever. Um, but so Nynaeve is at sort of not at fault, but she did say something yeah. to sort of spur the argument, and so she's like tugging at her braid. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> 
when that when that scene ends. <laughs> yeah. So then we switch to Moiraine and Lan. Moiraine is on a balcony, like looking out over the dusk, like feeling gloomy, you know, yep. and worried. Um, and Lan is like, "They're gonna come." This is when he says, "You gave them a semblance of a choice." Yep. And then we get this whole thing of like Moiraine being like really emotional. Uh, she it's almost like she I will I'm not gonna lie this got me kind of hyped for new spring because mm. I don't remember mm. but you know she says like I feel like I've taken everything from you mm-hmm. and Lana's like you haven't and she's like there's more to life than this than me than this mission and this is where Lan says like before you I had nothing to live for and nothing to die for you've given me both and I was like oh man I can't wait to read a new hope <laughs> a new hope a new hope a new hope a new spring <laughs> my star wars brain (laughs) it's fine it's fine yeah everything's falling apart i will say also the note that from um rosamond's interview with you where she talks about the pillow friends thing i was like oh i guess that's in a new spring too Uh, now i'm super curious about that so Mm -hmm. yeah uh but then all right so they have that moment and then she well first she says to him don't you have goodbyes to make and yes. then she says, I like her, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, I am dying. This is so different from the book. It's amazing. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. She's like, I like her, you know, the wisdom. And Lan <laughs> just sort of, like, gives her a knowing look. <laughs> and then it's the best scene. <laughs> well, yeah. You don't like this? No, I, well, okay. I liked it with a caveat. So, okay. so Lan, right. So, Lan goes out. He's walking. And he's like. Hold on, hold on. Oh, wait, okay. wait, wait. It's the introduction of Live, Laugh, Love, Lan. <laughs> my new favorite character. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord, I can't. Yeah, so, he, so he's, like, walking through, like, the markety sort of area. And he literally, like, walks by Nynaeve, who's been following him, apparently. Like, she's, like, yeah, she's the least stealthy. Like, just, like, he literally knows. following him. Yeah. He's like fully aware yeah. and he's like kind of like smiling about yeah. it. And he's it's really cute. He's visiting this family and mm-hmm. she's literally standing right outside the window, staring in like a total creeper. It's so Well, he is like for to be fair, it's Daniel Honey. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> there are probably ways in which I would follow Daniel Honey <laughs> dressed as Land Mandragoran. 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 <laughs> uh, so she gets caught, obviously, because she's just That's literally staring know. outside the window. And he's staring. like, he's like, hello. <laughs> I loved it so much. It's pretty cute. So then, but in the meantime, we don't know who these people are. This is another thing where I was like, it takes so long to find out any information about what's going on. That was I was also fine with. I yeah. feel like they were just like, they told us Lan has a history here. We know he has a history here. And so he's... This was a moment of humanizing him. Yes. I that I agree. Um, like one sentence and they're clearly, about who they are. I would have loved right here though. I was okay without it. I think they gave us enough context that clearly these are just people who are very important to him because yeah. when <laughs> Oh my when, god. This is maybe my favorite thing that happens in the episode is so Lan comes out, talks to Nynaeve, and they have this like flirty back and forth. Mm-hmm. 
uh, where he's like, I don't think you could rightly call this tracking. <laughs> Throwing back to their like, yes, not meet cute, but sort of a meet cute. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> he asks her, Daniel Henney is also, I want to say, doing this thing in this episode where he has these like pauses, mm. like very meaningful pauses <laughs> in the middle of sentences. And I'm just like, Jesus, dude. <laughs> but so he asks her, like, are you coming in? And she walks in and he's like, Nynaeve, this is everyone. Everyone, this is Nynaeve. And the older man, yes. the minute Nynaeve walks through the door, gets this look like, Lan brought a girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. And she's like, Lan's girl, we love you. Yeah. 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 He like thanks her for bringing him home safe to them. And they like, are so like overjoyed. It's ridiculous. And Lan is like playing with a like a gorgeous little it's girl. So it's, cute. It's ridiculous it's ridiculously cute it is it's a very very sweet scene where you're kind of just getting a, like a little bit of like filling out of land's life in a way that we don't necessarily super get in the book i mean not even necessarily super we just don't i know we i know thousand percent don't we get this. were we are told a lot yeah but we don't see a lot so yeah i think what daniel henny and what the show has done really really well is brought like like I said, that humanity mm-hmm. to land and allow for this romance, which is also like all I like the romance in the book because I like Lan and Nynaeve. Yeah. But it feels so earned and mm-hmm. lived in yes. here. Yeah, this is this is one of those super accelerations of mm-hmm. the books. Um and I I think it works here. I do I agree. This was earned. Yeah. So right, so so they have this like di- like family dinner <laughs> and then they're walking back and it's oh, like the tension. The tension. You could cut it. You could not cut it with a knife. It is so thick. It's so thick. It's- it's so like literally my my note is the tension. Yes, I have tension to that door. I have it underlined four <laughs> times. And like I like their sort of like back and forth, mm-hmm. you know, the like thank you for including me. And Land's like, you didn't give me much of a choice. Yeah. But he's laughing about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can see him thinking. Mm-hmm. Like you can see, and I feel like Nynaeve also yes. is watching him think. Yep. And then he says goodnight and leaves. He goes in. They're like right out front of his door. So he goes into his room. And of course, then if he starts undressing, like, Lan- I guess starts, Daniel like, Henny is the person who gets naked in this show. Like, it's Daniel Henny. Listen, yeah. listen. <laughs> he's got a lot so of scars. He's like and you're pulling just like, off his gauntlets. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's great. <laughs> so then the door opens. And Nynaeve comes in, and I will not lie, at first I was like, oh, it's just like the books where everybody is always walking in on everybody else oh, naked. I <laughs> did not even think of that. That's what I, that was my first I thought. I was too busy being like, yes, Nynaeve. Yeah. But this was a great moment. She's like, do you want me to go? Yes. And, and he doesn't say anything. Instead, they start making out. Well, he comes over, and it's again this very tense moment, and he just sort of like softly touches her arm, and then they kiss. Mm. I really liked how I feel like how thoughtfully they presented this. Like it didn't feel salacious. It felt very mm. romantic and it felt very honest. Mm. And I liked it a lot. Yeah. No, it was a great scene. It was a great scene. I, except for the part where we still don't know who the fuck those people were. Eh, I don't care. I like I like to know things, I guess. I'm just <laughs> <Yes. get> frustrated. <laughs> I don't know. You gotta tell me some shit. Um so then and we, we cut, Rand. because again, there's no sex on screen in The Wheel of Time. 
Yeah, as none. we discovered, fade always to black. fade to black. I'm all right with it. Yeah, no, I think I mean I think you had some smart words earlier on and why that's a choice that they're making and like what it signals to the viewer. And I think those were good real thoughts. I don't remember what they are, <laughs> but I'm sure I was right. You said a bunch of smart things. Let's just leave it there. <laughs> all right, so then we cut to Rand who is shooting arrows. He's like doing yep. okay, but he's not getting bullseyes, he's right. and he's clearly frustrated about it. And then Egwene shows up, and they have this whole, like, apology conversation. Well, it's it's sort of a good moment because Rand gets to be his, like, sort of yeah. charming boy-next-door self, yeah. right? Like, she walks up, and he's like, she's like, I waited in my room for you for an hour. <laughs> and he's like, I've known you a long time, and I know it doesn't help if I come to you. Right. You'll find right? me when you're ready to talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I really like. Like this was the scene was so funny to me because they immediately like get rid of any importance to the scene about parents. Yeah, like, they're like any. I wasn't real. I don't even know why we fought about that. Like right, right. And you're like okay. Well, Egwene, then why was it there? Like Egwene literally was like, this isn't about parents, right? Like the parents stuff does. This is it's that's why I feel so like stupid. that scene was dropped in. Like it just is so disconnected from everything. Yeah. Um, and then she's just like, it's because you questioned my loyalty to Matt. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, it's because you said I didn't care about him. Right. Right. Yeah. And they're both crying. And like, Egwene is like, we're all going to come back. Um, I know. I love when she's like, I don't care what Moiraine <laughs> yeah. says. Like, we are all returning. And then they have this conversation about like, Rand is telling her she has to go to the White Tower and that this is what she dreamed of. And Egwene says she doesn't want to go without him. And then we get this like, I'll be your warder. And then they kiss. And I, I, this is where I have conflicted feelings. Okay. I have ideas about it. Okay. Tell me. Do you want to get out your conflicted feelings? I first? just, I don't know. Like, I really, I, I, I think it's because in the book, I really love how Egwene and Rand s sort of, like, let go of their past relationship because it just is so clear to both of them that it's not going to happen. And that they love each other, but that they don't need to cling to that past relationship to continue to love each other. It's just a different outcome mm -hmm. for them both like I love that about the books so some of this I think is book baggage no I agree with you I think where I was I, it doesn't bother me their their romance okay I am very curious about how they're gonna deal with the romance falling apart yeah because like you said I think the book handles it really well by keeping it innocent. So they never really become anything. Yeah. So when it falls apart, it's sort of okay. Cause like the loss is more of like a, it goes in tandem with that sort of loss of innocence. Right. And it's a, it's right? a project. It was like a perspective. Really. Like it wasn't like it, they were looking towards something. It wasn't losing they were, something. Yeah. They are. I mean, they lost something that they had, but like the bulk of it was the future that they were losing, which is a different but kind so of loss. It is a different kind of loss, but I feel like the important thing that Egwene says here is that I will stand by you no matter yes. what happens, no matter what comes. Yeah. And I think when you put that feeling up against the loss of a real first love, mm -hmm. it's going to come out with both of them looking much stronger. Yeah. I mean, I hope so. I hope that's where we're headed. I really do. That's how I that's how I feel they're they're ha I can't imagine with the way I I'm trusting the writers here because they haven't 
disproven their ability to do that, right? Like with, I think they're being really thoughtful about Egwene and Rand's relationship Mm. in a way that I think they're putting these building blocks in. So when it falls apart, the audience won't have, like there will be no whiplash Mm. when they still have a connection. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, sure. I I hope that that's right. That that would be great if that were that that's, that's how I feel. That's that's where yeah. it feels like it could be. It could be heading. Yeah, yeah. So so okay. So then we switch scenes again, and mm-hmm. Nynaeve is rewrapping her braid. Lan is still in bed, and I loved I loved this. Scene. <laughs> this was I was I finally got what I wanted. They like you have got a conversation, and there's some information. <laughs> so she he like wakes up, and she asks why they're all calling him Daishan, and he talks about Malkier. And we find out that that family, the elder who was like, hello, I love you for bringing for, you know, being the girl that Lan brought home um, was one of the soldiers that like saved Lan from yep. the fall of Malkier. Yeah. And uh, and, and then they whole... have. Oh, my God. This convert. I will tell you, actually, this might have been my favorite moment in this episode. When she's talking about Moiraine. Well, yeah, that the this conversation that they have as two orphaned adults yes. who have such trauma it, from losing family at a young age and like where it has led them and how it's led them to each other. Oh my god. I'm like, I know I, so many I feel like about this. The acting was really oh, strong here. So like good. Daniel Henney when he's telling the story about Malkier doesn't look naive until in the eye until the end of the story. Mm-hmm. And she's looking at him kind of straight on the whole time when she hears the story about his family being slaughtered. Yeah. And then they go into this conversation about Moiraine mm-hmm. where she's like, now I understand why you're bonded or why you made that choice. Yeah, It's all about belonging. It's all about belonging. She says, you're a king without a kingdom, a boy without a family. And Ugh. now you finally belong to her (laughs) and I was so worried this was going to be a moment where Lan went stoic Mm. and I was so wonderfully surprised when he holds her hand and is like she doesn't own me only in the way the kids own you wisdom never weds (laughs) and then he says stay oh I can't it was so good oh lord wonderful oh my heart my heart all right, should we get into this? Oh, Lord, yeah. So now we cut to Rand and Egwene who are in bed together, and Rand is awake, and... Surprise! I, 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 I gotta say, this was part of the 20% that I struggled with. The, I liked it, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my case okay, for it. Okay, go for it. Okay, so I understand. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of whiplash. Yeah. I think, in a very cool way... Rafe is using the POV that we get in books and he's Mm -hmm. trying to do that in the show. And I really like that he's trying to do that because it's so important to the books. I think that it was cool that like we, when we see the shot of the ways again, it's a different shot. Yes. It's much wider. We're seeing literally what Rand is seeing. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that is the point of this is that, this is what Rand is seeing. And now we are finally seeing his point of view. Mm-hmm. And I really like that. Mm-hmm. I like it so mm-hmm. much. And cause I was very like, how are they going to do this? And I think it works. Like we got the moment in the, the forest with Tam. We yeah. get like 
talking about Carrie finding Rand as a baby. We see these scenes of Rand where we're finally seeing him seeing the power and how much in denial he's been Mm -hmm. the whole time. Because I want to say I did read an interview with Yosha that John Negroni did for um, TV line. And it's, it's great, but he talks about like where his choices, where Rand's choices might've come from prior to this reveal. And it is a lot about denial and wanting to hold on to who he was, which we see mm-hmm. in the books, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So I think it worked. It worked for me. Yeah. I guess the part that I struggle with is that because they have downplayed Rand so much uh-huh. prior to now, this feels a little bit like if you don't know already, it comes out of nowhere. Like, that's my concern. It's like, because suddenly we're seeing, so we are, we're seeing Rand and Tam in the woods and Tam talking about like, you know, the baby on the mountain, Carrie, I found her, blah, blah, blah. And then Rand goes back to, um, well, he goes back outside. He like goes back and is shooting arrows again. And he's reliving, breaking down the door. And you see yeah. this time, you see the channeling, the dark channeling Ooh, marks. I loved it. And then you <laughs> see the moment of him uh, recognizing the mountain. And then you see him protecting Egwene in the ways that it was actually him who pushed the Trolloc away yep. with channeling. And 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 Mashin Shin says to him, you know it's you. You yeah. know that you're the dragon you've known all along. And my, prob- my problem is like, it's it just, it does. It feels very like, surprise. Like, so I don't here, know. I don't know. I, I will say, having spoken to a few people who have not read the books, as we're going up to, they're like, I. Several people were like, "It's got to be Rand." Interesting. Like it has to be Rand. Okay. Because I don't. I think the subtlety there is. The subtlety is there for us. Yeah. Because we know how much Rand there should or could have been. Right. Right. But when you're coming from with like no understanding of like where like how much of each character should be there, there's enough of it, Mm, I guess. Um, well, that's good. So I just, yeah. it, I again, like just to me, I guess for me, the information pacing has been rough. Like just for how I like want, you know, my preferences, I guess, as a viewer to absorb mm-hmm. the information. Like I feel like it's very like stop, start, stop, start. Like it's very jolty for me, um, which, you know, is I'm not saying it's bad. It's just this is just my experience. So yeah, it's it. And it is a little bit. I don't know. I, I don't I don't love it, but I think it's interesting. And I totally see your point about POV. I, I cannot disagree with any of that. Um, I think it's cool. I think they're trying <laughs> something. I think it's cool. It worked. I was just like, this is what I've, I, I guess maybe for me is like, this is what I've sort of been missing a little bit because we've gotten hints of it. Yeah. Of that, like sort of in pulling in Jordan's commitment to perspective Mm, and mm. this was just like being like okay we are really gonna use that tool right now for this big moment yeah it's a big reveal no doubt I mean it felt like a very very big reveal yeah yeah. and I really appreciated that understanding of the material yeah is is how it felt I can see it I can see your argument absolutely absolutely oh I liked it so yeah so then he puts on the sword the sword is suddenly much more present he puts on the sword he like he like arms up and he goes to see Min which I was like yes go talk to Min Min. literally Min being like what you want I was like I love you she is I have this all caps she is amazing and my notes is so good so now and I love this this she is telling 
the story of her first vision, which is that she saw Tam on the streets of Tarvalin after all of the fighting and had the vision of him. And then we get this flashback to the birth scene to Tam. Like we, oh my gosh, this I thought was woven together really well. I loved the way they yeah. did this. Yeah, they they handled this well. They handled, I thought, I, I also, before we get too deep into the vision side of it, I thought they handled the meeting between Rand and Minwell. Mm. Like we know, I think she gives us a clue as to where that's going. <laughs> When he says, what do you see? And she says, rainbows and carnivals and three beautiful women. Well, that comes after the visions, though. It does, but I think that's a clue. Yes, yes. That's a clue. Totally. Yeah. Um, and so I liked this first moment between them yeah. where she's just like, oh, my God, could you leave? And he's like, I am sorry. <laughs> we got off on the wrong foot. My name is Rand. Yes. And it's just so like cute. really cute and funny. <laughs> so then when they sit down together, there is a there they feel connected yeah. already. And like yeah. a you can see how Rand is able to disarm the mm-hmm. people around him. Mm-hmm. Um and it works really well because she gives this whole vision. Question, I didn't look this up, but like they did they like digitally de-age the actor who plays Tam in that scene? Oh, I don't I I have no idea. I, I wasn't also, paying enough attention. Or was it a different impl- actor? I actually think I thought it was a different actor. Was it a different actor? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Um also I have a question. Yes. So Min says this whole thing where she saw this on the streets of she's very specific mm-hmm. on the streets of Tarvalon mm-hmm. or Tarvalon. And is it are we thinking that this because have they mentioned Guitara Sedai? Have they mentioned the actual like Yeah, they have a while have, right? back. Like ages ago. Yeah, yeah. Earlier episodes it gets mentioned. Who do we think Moiraine knows about this piece of it? No, right? About Min's first vision? Yeah. Uh well no, I don't think so. Because no, right? if she did, she would know. She would know it was, well. Yeah, I guess. Also, also, this sort of changes the answer that Min gave to Moiraine. It does. When they were all in 100%. the tavern earlier, which I didn't put together until just now. Because she knew. Yeah. Right? Like, she knew then who Rand was. I guess so. Because to your point, if it was... Baby old, Rand. Like, right. Baby Rand yeah. with old Rand. Dang. Then Min knows, she right? And know. she lied to Well, she didn't Moiraine. lie. She or just she answered Moiraine's question. She answered Moiraine's yeah, question. The questions. Um Oh, that's so interesting. That's so juicy. Yeah, it's a... Uh, I, I did and I but I just I loved hearing her narrate Rand's childhood yeah. story for because the because we haven't seen that yet, right? So now no. we've like heard it and oh shit god. I like I I did love this scene a lot. I love this scene a whole lot. Yeah, this is a this is a really nice scene and it sort of ends with Rand yeah. coming to terms with what it is and he says, "Do you see the eye of the world?" and she says, "I wish I didn't." Yeah. Um and it's pretty sad and I think Yosha Strudowski is quite good. Mhm. I think a lot of it, honestly, a lot of it also is how strong he is in this moment as an actor because yeah. he really sells it. I think I we talked about earlier how we were like not getting that much from him, and mm-hmm. we get all of it in these last yes, this like episode right here is like wow, okay, he finally gets to do some things, and yes, uh, and it's it's pretty great. Yeah, and then he asks her, "Do you see me? Like, do I come back?" And she doesn't answer. She doesn't answer. She gets up and she walks away. Ooh. Which is interesting. I thought so he we'll got up how... and walked away. 
or maybe he gets. I think up. he I gets. She, she doesn't answer, and then he gets up and walks away, and that's the end of the ugh, scene. Yeah, it's brutal. It's, it is brutal. Yeah. So that's the end of that scene, and now it's dawn. It's dawn. Egwene is searching for everyone. She <laughs> and Nynaeve great. have a moment. <laughs> yeah, she gets, because she walks into Nynaeve's room, and it's empty, and the bed has clearly not been slept in. So she sits down and waits for Nynaeve to come back, and is like, "So where were you?" <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a cute little scene. It's super cute. And then there's some like there the the show plays with like uh, timeline and yes, cuts here yes, a little bit. Yeah, uh, Perrin comes in is all sad and broody. Mm-hmm. I like I still think like they gave that moment of seeing Padden Fane to Perrin instead of Rand because they just needed <laughs> things for Perrin to do in this like it's genuinely so stupid how they have like ugh, this character. I, I feel just, so bad for this actor too. I I don't I. I I like hesitate to say that it's like stupid or anything like that because I feel like. At the top of like the series, they were like, we planned this out, but I, I think that they were maybe limiting themselves a little bit with regards to Perrin. I maintain feels, that I perhaps. hate these choices. I don't like them. I just and I don't I'm think confounded. they work. I don't think they work. Is the no? The I agree. Stupid I agree. Part. Like I just they just they're, don't make sense. They don't work. They're confounding. Yeah. They are. They are very confounding. Um, but Perrin comes in. He's sad. He's broody. He's like, where's Rand? Right. It's so like very whatever. And then there's like this like splicing of like knocks at the door. So mm-hmm. it's like trying to make you think it's Rand, but no one uh, no one thinks it's Rand <laughs> because the door opens and Lan comes in yep. and is like, she masked our bond. Mm-hmm. And then Rand has knocked on Moiraine's door and is like, it's me. Yep. Yep. And then we cut scenes. Mm-hmm. And Moiraine and Rand are walking into the blight, and this is oh, it's so cool. it is it's so cool. These like oh, twisted like it's, trees. Ugh. It's very like labyrinth in the best oh, way. Yeah. Like to me, it felt very like creepy labyrinth. Like the music is so good. Yeah, like all of it felt like it really really worked. Yeah, and I cannot wait to I have no idea like literally no idea how I was, like the last episode's gonna go I mean I think my jaw literally dropped because if you had asked me who was going to the eye of the world I would not have said just Moiraine and Rand same like what like she's not even gonna bring land like this is bananas this is a bananas choice it's fascinating to me and fascinating it, but it and it works right because even at the end of the first book in eye of the world when they're all there yeah. The only people who really need to be there genuinely are Moiraine and, and Rand mm, mm. for for what ends up it's happening. It's true. It's true. Well, like, and, no one, you know, she doesn't, there's no reason for them all to go and die. When, no. So, like, you know, it makes sense for Moiraine. To, They've set it up well yeah. in that respect. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. But so then I was like, okay, so I'm sitting there and, there, you know, it closes with these like shots of like there's like skulls in the trees yeah. and it's so creepy. Ooh. And then it's like the end and you're like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Um, and I, I, what I don't know is how much time is there between when Rand and, when Rand and Moiraine left and when they figure out that they're gone. Like how much time? I know has I can't tell because that's my big question about. Do going you think they're going to the go after? Well, yes, I do. I think there's no way in hell no. that Lan and Egwene are not going after 
I know. It's and so that stressful, means though. everybody's going. I think everybody's going. And if they're going, I was a little sad that Loyal just like disappeared. Oh, I know. Off, Where's off Loyal? The show. Um, that's why I was like, is he going to come back? Yeah. Um, but I forgot about the green man. So you're yeah, right. I think there is it a... has to be. I think they all go. This is my this is my prediction Ooh. at this moment is they all go, including Loyal. We get the green man and everybody gets to fight. Because I think we want those moments, especially with Egwene and Nynaeve going up against yes. the Forsaken, right? Like, oh how do you gosh. not do that? How do you how do you cut everybody or, else out? Or do you think this season's going to end with Rand facing the Dark One, and then next season opens with a <gasps> fight with two of the Forsaken? Would they do that to us? I don't oh know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe spicy preeti that's spicy oh i don't know i don't know i don't know just one we're gonna find out though we're gonna find out we're gonna find out all right well i guess that concludes our discussion right have we said everything we feel like we need to say i think yes yeah. we have yeah. <laughs> I somebody was tweeting at us about like a previous episode and how good it was and how they were like I if Jen finds things to nitpick like I'm gonna yell at my phone and I was like <laughs> I was sitting there I'm like you know I nitpick with love is what I'm thinking like I just, it's because I love it so much and I don't I I mean whatever I don't feel like I'm nitpicking necessarily like I do feel like these choices no. are not working in a lot of ways but it's, also like I said 80 20 man this is this is 80 percent awesome is where I'm at. So that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I also want to point out there's a moment we didn't mention. I forgot. Oh. Uh, and I have to say, Kelly Kelly Knox on Twitter reminded me um, because I was like, oh, we're going to talk about this episode in 10 minutes. Like, so excited. And she <laughs> replied with a shot of Lan in the ways with his hood up. And what I like, my note at this moment is big Aragorn energy <laughs> Lan. I, it's like I said, it's the minds of Mario. <laughs> it's, hey, there is but one story, and we are all just reliving <laughs> it over true. and over. Joseph Campbell would be fine with this. Um, <laughs> and I am not mad about Daniel Henney as Aragorn. No. no, if they wanted to remake The Lord of the Rings, I would vote for him to play that role, in fact. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, so here we are. So TV show uh, recap episodes, we have one left. Uh, they'll drop on Saturdays. Well, this one actually is probably going to drop on a Friday. Anyway, they yeah, drop on. Yeah, this one will drop soon they'll drop when we can drop them uh embargoes <laughs> allowing and um and then we're gonna pick back up in january with a new spring which we are now less resentful about reading <laughs> yes we're very excited to be reading and it's not a new hope it's, it's a, a new, new spring. spring yeah yeah and those book recap episodes will air every other wednesday and if you would like to follow along with the conversation in between episodes you can search on social media for the hashtag tarvalin or bust or you can come hang out with us on Patreon uh, with our Patreon supporters. We do a lot of talking in the comments and have everybody has a lot of really interesting and cool points of view. Mm -hmm. um, and so a huge thank you to our Patreon supporters, Mary G, Akil A, Gretchen W, Callista R, Caroline P, Joe E, James K, Mathis, Joseph R, Sarah Rebecca, Kelly T, Helen D, Joshua M, Michael D, Dre, M. Lethem, Janae H., Jennifer P., Peace Vulcan, Rio W., Christina G., Jaitali S., Charlie E., R. Cade, Stephen S., James, Barry Q., Ruth A., Catherine, Jetlag Jessica. 
Support your local library, Sam S., David U., Amy R., Maradim, Mimi K., Amanda, Mark D., Heather J., Christina M., Malia H., Keith, Sirius G., Olivia K., Joshua S., Nicholas E., Michelle S., Michelle D., Danae, Destination Toast, MJ, Cat S., Jericho W., Sabre Bouquet, Thomas K., Elizabeth F., Emily, Evans K., Ola J., Yulia S., and Brian D., and that is patreon.com slash tarvalon or bust. It's a dollar a month is our only level. We're just out here paying server fees, and y'all have been so generous. I really we cannot thank you enough for the support Seriously. it means and for all the amazing com- i mean really the comments are the gold here uh so thank you for that uh and a big thank you to brian dunn fellow wheel of time fan and musician who created the amazing and intro and outro tracks for this podcast you can find more of his work at BrianDunnMusic.net. that's brian with a y and dunn with two n's and if you're enjoying the show, please do leave us a review or a rating on the podcast platform of your choice. It does help other folks to find the show, and we like get such a lovely kick out of reading those. So thank you to everybody who's left one. It means a lot. Uh, let's see. You can find us on social media and other podcasts. I am on Twitter and Tumblr as Jen IRL, J-E-N-N-I-R-L, and on Instagram as I am Jen IRL, and I'm on podcasts for Book Riot. Uh, SFFia and get booked. And I am on basically everything at Run with Skizzers, S K I Z Z E R S. You can find all of my books that I have written at preetichibber.com, including Spider Man Social Dilemma, which is available for pre order, which will be out in July of next year. Yay! Uh, yay! I can't believe it. And you can also find me co hosting Desi Geek Girls with Swapna Krishna. We'll be covering. Hawkeye, Wheel of Time, and something else that I can't remember <laughs> this week. <laughs> and that episode will be out next week. <laughs> um, this episode is not the ending. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the Wheel of Time, but it is an ending. Bye. Bye.